Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 27th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm a little worse for the wear. How are you doing? I'm worse for the wear on my way to... Double you know. down? Yeah. I'm <laughs> the hair of the dog that bit me, as they say. I don't even understand what that means. What's it? I got to Google the origin story of that phrase, that cliche. Um, how you doing? You have a good holiday? You have a good Christmas? Christmas was excellent. It was a very jolly, holly jolly Christmas. How about yourself? It was fine. It was fine. It's a little exhausting, to be honest with you. It's like we're here the night of the 26th recording this introduction. I'm just out of gas. It's exhausting. That's all it is. I'm I'm out of gas, and I don't even have four kids. I got zero kids. I'd lost you there. My internet's still terrible. Didn't get new internet for Christmas. Comcast didn't bring that under the tree. Uh, Did you get anything I, good? Did you get any good gifts? No, no, not really. I mean, I don't know. I'm 36. I don't. Man, I, you know anybody what? Anybody that gave you a gift that's listening is gonna be like, I didn't impress Brenda. <laughs> no, I got fine gifts. You know what happened? My kid lost his front tooth on last night. So I had to do the tooth fairy. So we were going on two straight nights of make-believe shit, just costing me money, trying to keep this up. I'm wondering what's going to happen what's tonight. The, what's the going rate for a tooth? I don't know, but we were out of singles, so we had to give them a five. So now, everyone, now all, all of my kids think that's what you get. That's not what's happening. Um, so, yeah, it was a good Christmas. Good Christmas. You know, I sprained my ankle. I kind of like, I tripped over this tether rope to this inflatable mm-hmm. Olaf. That's 11 feet on the trying oh, that to, thing you got for your yeah. front yard. My wife, no, it's not in the front, it's tucked in the side of the house. I, I don't do inflatables, I bother. It's like Is well, it, that's a that's a long standing rule that you don't do inflatables. I'm out on inflatables, I get I'm very particular about my Christmas decorations, but it was like midnight. I'm trying to dispose of these all these boxes, so you know, we're not kind of showing our cards here i'm like walking around outside i tripped over this just i've had a few tumble it rolling around on the ground you know tripping over the tether rope to an inflatable Did you feel like jason day 11 foot inflatable olaf the snowman i was like how did i get here what am i doing uh, so all right shall we we wrapped up with the masters yeah people seem to enjoy that one if you're traveling around the holidays this weekend you're heading somewhere for New Year's week. You're You know what back. I'm disappointed about? What? We Will oh, Nice texted me. I, yeah. We missed Flimper. Ah, I had it in my notes. <laughs> Shit. I had that in my notes. Sandy Lyle's sponsorship from the Masters. <laughs> Social media. <laughs> Flimper. Is Flimper still in business? I don't, Is it I don't know. Public? Is it booming? What's going on with Flimper? <laughs> Flimper. 
when you told me that, I was just incredulous because I never, I whatever, I was there, I was out of the quarters. I don't know, I never saw it. I couldn't believe. I, I thought you were just screwing with me. So, um, Flimper, I had that in my notes. Damn. The other one that someone tweeted at us was Woosie's. Was it his last competitive shot ever at number twelve? <laughs> no, it might have. I don't know. Barely reached. It barely was. Reached. It, I'll tell you what. It wasn't a competitive shot. Or we see. I mean, the ball almost landed on the shorts, the near side of Ray's Creek and bounced in on 12. Right in the middle of the, like, not even close to crossing. That. It kind of looked like a 15 handicap hitting a shot there. We had a good time about that one back in April. So, all right, we're through the Masters. This, uh, this episode will get us through U.S. Open, right? At uh, Pebble Beach, where you're out there yelling about the blimp. Time and Bryson, you know, it just kind of kicked off another fun summer on the PGA Tour. Timing Bryson was one of my highlights of the of the year. It came in all sweaty. Um, so yeah, we'll get through. We'll get whatever the what is it, Valspar after the Masters through the U.S. Open on this one. Then I think we're gonna do one last part for Monday that will get us through the FedEx Cup through the ultimate prize. Right? Is that what we want to do? We never were. If you want fall episodes, that was our fall awards show. Whenever that was after RSM Thanksgiving week. So this will get us up through and including the uh, FedEx Cup. So. It's like Flashback Friday every day during the year in review. I know. I got a little jupe scoop. <laughs> All right. What's jupe scoop? A little, a little segment. A little some scoop from jupe. Which one are you going with? Uh, maybe, maybe it's okay. We gotta. Apparently, we have to talk about the other one at some point too. Which let's not even go into it right now. But what, what's what's your jupe scoop tonight? Jupe scoop is that uh, that apparently uh, the PGA Tour. This is unconfirmed, but the PGA oh, yeah. Tour completely unconfirmed. This is hearing little, rumors, little, hearing whispers in the air. Little jupe scoop, swamp scoop. <laughs> Um, that the green, that the tour got down to Royal Melbourne and we're, we're like, you know what? There's no way we could televise these brown greens. You know, they're, they're brown. People think that they don't look good. <laughs> so they painted them green during the, the President's Cup. We'll have to confirm that. But I like that. Just out there, slugger out there with this can of spray paint, <laughs> shaking it up, spraying down the greens. I hope they pay for good good paint, you know, yeah. none of that lead lead paint. That just torches up the grass. Yeah. Or agronomy. Messes with the agronomy. That's good. That's good scoop. That happens every now and again. Not oh, not yeah. probably not what you want at Royal Melbourne. Probably don't want some guy coming through with a paint you know, paint gun. I'm just, surprised Slugger didn't paint do some like painted rough, you know? <laughs> Get a little bit more long grass out there. <laughs> Paint it, take a 3D printer and just throw some rough out there. <laughs> Doesn't look right. <laughs> All right. It's the holidays. We Slugger's need to make still... this look more like Tory Pines. 
Uh, it's the holidays and slugger still taking abuse. Okay. Should we do a little quick ad read? Then we'll get to the year interview part four. Yeah, let's do Maybe a quick ad read. The PGA Championship and the U.S. Open. This ad read's very relevant because it's it's part of the reason that I feel the way I feel right now. What's that? How do you Jer- feel? Journeyman. Journeyman got me last night. Oh, yeah? What were you having? Do you recall? I had a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> I started with uh, with some of our uh, our cider, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. The old country goodness cider, OCG, yeah. OCG. and then I uh, then I moved on to uh, my uh, my bourbon, my Silver Cross, okay. uh, with ginger beer and lime and mint, and I was oh, ri- so you mixed it. Yeah, I was riding that train for a while, and then <laughs> late night. I got out the feather bone and was drinking it straight. <laughs> Interesting. Late, late night with the brother-in-law, you know, uh, switched over to the diesel. Okay. An eventful, unleaded, an eventful evening, Christmas night. It was delicious. Brought to you by a journeyman. Made better by journeyman. It did make uh, it better. All right. So journeyman, dis- go ahead. Journeyman Distillery, again, sponsored us around Thanksgiving, partnered with us here around the holidays. Um, easy holiday win. You still got New Year's. Maybe you're going to, you know, party a little bit more for another week. You got New Year's New Year's Eve coming up. Is, is anybody working with this, like, kind of, like, Wednesday, Wednesday split? I feel like it's just enabled, like, a nobody works for two weeks thing, except for us. Yeah. We got to work, which is... You know, I'm on parental leave except for the shotgun start, which, you know, our HR department's out of control. I think I'm I'm going to strike. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know how we got off track, but yeah, journeyman distillery. It's all, all, you know, you got college football playoff games this Saturday. I am going to cozy up for those games. What is it? LSU. There's more important games than those games. LSU, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State on the 28th. Illinois is playing Cal in the Red Box Bowl. What's Red Box? Is that the movie thing? Yeah. The movie I didn't know that they still even existed. Wow. The, uh, whatever. All right. I don't want to get too far. It's not an ad for Red Box. Um, yeah. So you got college football playoff this weekend. Load up. Red Box Bowl. Over. <laughs> the Red Box Bowl as well. <laughs> Which you might need journeyman to get through the red box ball. Cal in Illinois. Um, How do coaches get people motivated to play the red box ball? (laughs) A lot of it. A lot of them go out for those gifts, those baskets, you know, (laughs) right. You get the, like you get the jumpsuit. Do you think they give you your own personal red box machine? I mean, nowadays, so I'm part of this, I'm part of the union right now, The uh, my company, Writers Guild of America. So we get screeners now. So I'm getting all these movies, like rapid fire, my mailbox. It's just spit, spitting these movies. So I'm getting like, you know, the Mr. Rogers. There's like two coming a day, but I don't have a DVD player. Does anybody have DVD players anymore? I have all these discs and, and I don't have any DVD player to play it on. Yeah, like so I can't I even think, use who's one. Going, who's going to Redbox? What is the market for Redbox? I don't know. I go. I don't know. 
DVD players in cars? I don't know. Maybe it's just people that are watching Illinois and Cal play football. <laughs> They're big. It's big in Berkeley and Champaign. I could see so. it being really big in Champaign, actually. <laughs> All right. Back to Jer- Journeyman. So maybe, you know, the best gift ba- bowl basket would be, a, you know, one full of Journeyman. Now, it wouldn't be great if the players were under 21. You know, if you got some <laughs> freshman kicker, you can't just load them up with Journeyman. That's our disclaimer. That's not okay. Don't do that. But, you know, if you're of age, journeymandistillery.com. Check it out. We also have our landing page slash shotgun start. Um, on that landing page, journeymandistillery.com slash shotgun start. You can get a spirit finder. You know, where you can <laughs> you can get a spirit finder. <laughs> you, you can acquire like, you can bring it home with you. <laughs> you can acquire you can acquire <laughs> you can, you can use their spirit finder, <laughs> which allows you to punch in your address and find the nearest, you know, the nearest place that serves or sells journeymen. Yeah, it's useful, for God's <laughs> sakes. Got the spirit finder up in there. So I'm supposed to be good with words here. Most importantly, uh, just go fill out the form for uh, a free pass to Welter's Folly, the putting course. If you, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. <laughs> the owner is a golf nut, a supporter of the pod, uh, one of us, a shotgunner. Like, and he came in to help us here. So uh, a lot of people have been sending me pictures of they're acquiring, getting, you know, journeymen here and there, but wherever. They, they, they're they sending you pictures of their spirit finder that they acquired. <laughs> no. Of their various spirits, their various bottles. So uh, journeymandistillery.com slash shotgun start. Thanks again to them for uh, coming up big here at the holidays. All right. <laughs> and shout out to Redbox. Uh, <laughs> should we get on to part four? We are looped. We are both just kind of uh, yes. Let's let's right just now. get this. Let's get to um, part four. You know, it's time for us to hit the end record button. Okay, here's part four, starting with Valspar through the U.S. Open. We will be back Monday with part five through the end of the summer, and then we're on. We're on to Kapalua. So we got to get it's on to bigger and better things. Twenty twenty. Got it. Cap, like cap magic. What, what does that mean? What are you um, talking about? I'm just trying to come up with a nickname. All right. Part four, starting now. All right. So, right after the Masters, you know what's up next? Sleepy Heritage. It really is sleepy, but in a good way. It it has its brand, right? That ends that whole week after Masters gets a good good field. The whole uh, Canadian Army, the RBC Army there. Nothing really happened this week. I remember nothing happening the week, the year before, but I found some story about Kelly Kraft hitting a bird, then deflect the ball, deflected <laughs> off the bird into the hazard, and he missed the cut because of it. That's all I remember about the year before. And uh, it's the 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 best, with- the most memorable thing that's ever happened to Kelly Kraft. <laughs> Outside of winning the US, USAM, CT Pan, the bread man. That's right. Didn't Cooch factor yeah. prominently? He was involved. Coocher was uh, so he finished runner up. I want I want you to know that at this point of the season, Matt Coocher is your player of the year. He had a solo runner up, 
uh, at this event. It was his fourth top two finish of the season. Wow. Two wins, two seconds. <clears throat> and he had three other top 12s. Fascinating. Yeah, this... Uh, I mean... It's, it might not be so much that nothing's happening here. It might be everyone who like covers golf is sleeping. Like, so all the little, little things aren't, you know, on earth or, or written about, and it's hard to find that year after. That's right? true. The, the old school yeah. media that everybody's been banging on. This is their week <laughs> off. I mean, I don't watch much heritage. I like it as an event, but do you right, know what ahead. the final group was of this tournament? Hmm. Luke Donald, DJ and Poulter. Ooh, DJ shoots seventy-seven on Sunday. Wow, that's interesting because that goes with the Valspar thing, right? Where he was a final, kind of final, uh, final round fade. Yeah, he didn't make a birdie, and against these kind of these weaker field event, you know, final group, and then just didn't play. Interesting. And then uh, Poulter shoots seventy-three, so they combined for a one fifty. Interesting. Now, interesting. most interesting week, uh, most interesting news of this week, world ranking points are awarded at the ch- Tour Championships is announced, but with a shadow leaderboard, the OWGR board. That's right. I had this for Zurich, but whatever. I think we were, this was probably the most important news item of the year for both of us. We had the most fun with this that we overlapped. I just wanted to make sure it was in my notes as well as yours. But Okay. The um, shadow leaderboard. The other thing on the web, Lanto Griffin wins. Where did he win? Tennessee? Yeah. Somewhere? Yeah. Okay. So he wins. He get, This was what got him onto the tour. Amazingly, less than one year later, he's on top of the golf world. He's, yeah, best player Fed, in the world. FedEx Cup number one. Amazing. That's Fantastic. what golf's all about right there. That's that's what the web tour is all about. <laughs> the rock. One ship. second you're on the web playing for nothing, trying to just make sure you can eat at night. Next thing you know, you're the best player in the world. Uh, okay. That's, that's all, you all got. I got. Jeez, nobody hit a bird. Nothing. <laughs> okay. This, I, I want this stretch of the season. Yeah, it sucks. Just absolutely had a nuclear drum bomb dropped on it because of the the new major shuffle up. I I don't know about that. I think it's always kind of sleepy from this to the players. Why? What are you arguing? I just, Here. I mean, Tiger didn't even play during this stretch. Yeah, he didn't play on Memorial. So. This is this is a kind of it's symbolic of. I think it always struggles. I think we always well, struggle. You go to like, the, there's no swing. There's no. It's like kind of just scatter shot. You go like Charlotte, New Orleans, Heritage. It's just I don't know. It's it's always been a dead spot. Well, why can't we make up a swing? You know. Where would you go? We we shouldn't get into this. Let's make up a moniker. (laughs) All right. Dead man walking swing. (laughs) New Orleans. Yeah. Worse for the wear swing. If they went if they went to uh, North Carolina after the heritage, it could be the uh, Carolina. I don't know. The Tar Heel swing. Well, you'd have you'd have South Carolina to North Carolina. Oh sure sure. 
All right, let's move on to the Zurich Classic. What do you, where would you rather live, North or South Carolina? Depends on where. That's a pretty broad, you know, I, I wouldn't mind Charleston. I'm just saying, I'd... you had to pick one of them. You got to pick where you live. Yeah. You got to pick North or South. Where Probably would your north. allegiance lie? Probably North, I think. I think North. I don't know. I don't have a strong, strong preference. Depends on where. It's not. You get to pick where. You just have to pick North or South. <clears throat> north. Yeah. What would you do? I'd go north. Okay. I don't want to get too far south, you know? I got to stay hot. Too hot and humid? No, no. I just, you know, I got to stay a little further north. (laughs) I don't follow you at all. Okay. All right. Zurich Classic. Uh, Only, you know, only one team finished over par. So there's a best ball. Do you know who it was? Uh, The Zurich Classic. One two man team. Yep. Little boy Drew and his Drew and, and, the, and the man on the moon, <laughs> Drew and Davis, uh, one over par at DFL. Um, do you remember the winners for this? Ryan Palmer and the thumb. You got so mad about this. Palmer just kind of yeah, glomming he, on to the ROM. Free rider. You know, they beat, they beat Sergio Fleetwood and then third time for third. Was this duo? I don't know how this came about. The Husky Boy and Matt Every. What is that team all about? I, I remember. I remember reading something. It might have been Tron, who's close with Every. Yeah, him saying how Every like spotted the Husky Boy and was like, "This guy, I need this guy as a partner. This guy can really <laughs> fucking play." <laughs> I don't think every had status really. Remember, he was yeah. kind of jumping around. He was sitting uh, on a sitting on a fold-out chair on the web tour. Yeah, um, yeah. This was right around that time because that Lakeland right. tournament was right around this time. But he couldn't get in some of these fields, uh, so he probably just had to buddy up with Husky Boy. It's a great <laughs> move. Also tied for third, <laughs> Brian Gay and Rory Sabatini. Sentinel Spine team. Dude, Sabo's a team format. Just I know. Kevin stallion. Tway. Kevin Tway. T3 at Zurich. I found these quotes. I don't remember this at all. We would have spent a week on this had we known. Brian Garrett and Roy Sabatini matched the tournament best ball record uh, with a 12 under 60 in the first round to take the lead. <clears throat> And after which, this is from a Dan Kilbridge article, after which they were asked what team activity they'd be great at other than golf. Oh, my God. Beer pawn, Brian Gay said. Beer pawn. I could give you a million guesses, and you wouldn't be able to uh, pick what Sabatini responded for what they'd be good at other than golf as a team activity. Karaoke? No. Shopping for bracelets. (laughs) <laughs> that's so true though they both wear bracelets what kind of bracelets quote just men's bracelets we always have our unique style of bracelets that led to a discussion regarding the cost of said bracelets a thousand to two thousand dollars probably they said and then an incredible response from gay when asked where one would acquire a luxury men's bracelet <laughs> they're out there Gay said, "What? There's a these are two bracelet aficionados. I don't I don't remember this at all. The bracelet boys. What what is this? 
Team activity shopping. Team bracelet. <laughs> what? Man, so this big. is good. This is good for walk-up music. To, uh, I know. 2020. Yeah. I can't wait uh, for that. So I uncovered that little. I do not remember that. Reading that. We were probably pretty checked out on Zurich. Uh, an alligator ate a snake, which led to, you know, hours of PGH social content. content. Social content. That's um, why they got to get the Sun City event. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Just All the content from Leopard Creek. Cavalcade of, yeah, videos. Uh, Harris English and Johnson Wagner for their walk-up music picked Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine, which is like a pretty subversive song about police brutality. <laughs> like, most of these guys pick, like, Jock Jams or, you know, Zach Brown Band or... <laughs> How did Harris English and Johnson Wagner, like, I mean extremely not a pga tour brand type song um i I forgot about that um kind of this week everyone was waiting around for tiger to commit to wells fargo just like oh yeah it's coming (laughs) so instead he announces he's playing the zozo which is like whatever nine months away little uh deke um all right you did your whole music maybe the greatest one of the greatest segments in the history of this podcast your whole walk-up music shaggy cane the man on the uh cats in the cradle what is this (laughs) is this pat reed's music now i don't know i was wondering about that All right, all right. This is a kid's show. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering. I, I, I think I, I have to go with JB. Yeah. Oh man. That one Slow like down. became part of your playlist, right? Like, oh, I love else. that song. Slow yeah. down. You move too fast. What's the title of that? Uh, Fifty Ninth Street Bridge <laughs> Song by Simon and Garfunkel. It's it's like one of my favorite songs in the world to listen to. I like think all the time like how much how many drugs were these guys on? Because there's one line in it that goes like hello lamppost, what you knowin'? I love to watch your flowers growing. It's like who's watching flowers grow around a lamppost? Probably somebody on LSD. Um uh, all right, also this week the Olympics with Abe Answer, Adam Scott, Jason Day, and Johnny <laughs> Vegas go for a little jog. Best moment of the year. <laughs> really was. was, was yeah. So we I had... know I said something else was the best moment of the year, <laughs> but this was the best moment of the year. The little, they all ran awkwardly in totally different, unique ways. Four different, unique ways. Brendan, uh, Brendan, I don't know if I've ever watched a video more times than I watched this video. <laughs> It was shared by the PGA Tour. I was like, you guys aren't doing your players, your members, any favors sharing this. It, Answer it, with the, like, his elbows aren't functioning, straight arm. In this research, I've realized how many things get deleted by the PGA Tour at later oh, dates. really? Yeah. Wow. You just click on links, and you're like, oh, that's gone. That's funny. <laughs> they do uh, scrub quite a bit. Uh 
Jason Day appeared to skip a New Orleans team building, Ernie Ells dinner. Cause you know, Ells tried to make this, try to pair up president's cup, potential president's cup partners, which we got some Intel on that. Some guys didn't like that, you know, having to play with different players. Um, Maybe that's part of the PGA tour thing. The first round took some like 32 hours to finish because of just always oh, horrible weather. Sir, count on that. Uh, Ernie L's got a special exemption in the U.S. Open this week. Uh, Dodo Molinari tweeted oh, out that yes. he's going to tweet the bad times if you know he got a thousand retweets and he got 1.5 k real fast, and then tweeted disclosed the list of bad times on the European Tour. Uh, which was awesome. And that, that kind of, you know, ignited the whole Pelly, Keith Pelly, I should say, uh, the whole new pace of play initiatives that they announced towards the end of the year. And then this week, an old friend came out of retirement, plays Monday qualifier by the name of John Peterson, <laughs> offered up these quotes to Baton Rouge, uh, ESPN Baton Rouge, I think, Louisiana uh, radio. Sometimes you've got to stay, take a step back to realize what you had. I was in an office for seven months and it was fine when I started. I was paying the bills. Then the masters came along and I'm watching this kid, Patrick Cantlay, who in 2011 finished second to me in the national championship when he was at UCLA and he's finishing ninth in the masters. It's on TV and I beat him. I beat him a lot. And I'm just like, man, that could be me. And then tiger wins with his story. It was just so inspiring, honestly. And I quit my job seriously the next day after the masters. What's so, going on with John uh, Peterson now? I don't know. Is he back in know. retirement? I don't know. I think he had an injury, so I don't want to <laughs> poke fun. I think he had I think he had wrist trouble again or something. Um, okay, that's it. That's all I got for Zer. That's it? Yeah. All right. Rom I Ryan Palmer getting the tier exemption just kinda Oh, it's such bullshit. Coasting on the back. <laughs> just It's like one of the I have to hand it to Ryan Palmer because he has identified a flaw in the system and taken full advantage of it. He got on Spieth, Team Spieth. Yeah, he did. Team Spieth. But to be fair, they're like buddies. They're like boys down DFW. Are they? I think so. Palmer's like a good, normal person. Some would say this is a skill, you know? A skill (laughs) could be identifying who you want to play with, just like every with the Husky boy. This is a real skill. Uh, just maybe you have camaraderie over bracelets, bonding over bracelets. I so. have to hand it to Palmer right, too because he knew when to jump ship from Team Speed. <laughs> Good point. Good point. All right, what's next? All right, we got Wells well, Fargo. Okay, Mister uh, Mister Swing Video, Max Homa. Oh, Mister Swing Video. That's right. He won. Tops Jolie D by three shots. Shot 67 uh, in the final round. Pretty cool yeah. scene. Obviously, yeah, cool. Homa had struggled uh, at points in his career. Um, very good, very, very, very good college player. You know, yeah. one of those like, oh, he's going to, you know, just right. come out like gangbusters on tour and then struggles and misses tons of cuts. I mean, he got his card and made like, an absurdly low amount of money. Uh, yeah. The, his first year on tour. Almost lost web status, right? In that Portland yeah. event. Uh-huh. Shot like a 30 on the final nine or something to get into the finals, web finals, right? Yeah. 
and uh, then got back on tour and won. So he'll be there for two more years at least, maybe longer, probably longer. I mean, yeah. he made it all the way to, what, BMW this year? Sounds right. Don't Did quote me on it. Um, you know what the biggest news this week was? No. Tiger didn't show up? What was it? Brooksy taken taken to Photoshop. He put the oh, put the nose on Brandel. The clown's nose. Clown, clown nose on Brandel. You think Brooksy just like opens his Adobe Photoshop account, starts playing around? I bet he got in the creative cloud. Took used took some tutu- tutorials. <laughs> Spending a lot of time. He doesn't practice. Maybe he's just down there working on Photoshop. Yeah. So that was the that was what occupied the week. This is. What Brand- was this one? Was because Brandel the self sabotage thing? Yeah. Or what was okay? And, and Br- Brooks holds this for a while. You know, this yeah. is a big oh, yeah. Brooks card. Yep. For, for yep. the next really month. Yep. There's a lot of Brooks Brandel <laughs> content through this entire maybe, stretch. Maybe six weeks. <clears throat> that was even, and then I was looking. Be- you remember Bob Kepka got in a fight with Brooks uh, with Brandel was going at him a little bit. Yeah. That was like the end of the summer. Wait, like August. That won't even be in this year review, I don't think. But all right, <clears throat> all right. Um, Doc Redman finished t eighteenth, which right. was big because people forget he was like one of the guys that played his way with no status onto the tour this year. Um, was he in, was he a pro at this point? I don't remember. Yeah, he was. He was. Okay. It was a sponsor's exemption. Okay. Uh, finished t eighteenth, uh, but he had a really bad final round. That's the only reason he didn't finish like t t five. Jason Day uh, was on the range before this event and used an old tailor-made driver, the original tailor-made metal <laughs> driver on the range. Yeah. Guess how many miles per hour his ball speed dropped from his average on the PGA Tour? Uh, 11, 8. 13, I don't know. 13 miles 11. an hour. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's hitting it out there 270. Imagine that. Doesn't have a fucking tennis racket. Can't hit the ball as far. All right. JJ Henry had a great week this week. I'm sorry. What? I was about ready to talk about day a little bit more, but go in. Tell me more about JJ's week. He he was uh he was near the top of the leaderboard after round one, which was about the most significant thing he did all year. <laughs> but it also ha- coincides. He's one of only two players that's made the start at every single Wells Fargo. Oh, that's right. That was a little nugget during this week of pods. Yeah. So, Mr. 300, playing on that 300 exemption. Purple Mamba. <laughs> and right. uh, another big thing going on in golf right now is like everybody, including myself, was just freaking out about PGA weather. <clears throat> what? Like we were, oh, everybody oh, was just screenshot, screenshotting yeah. weather <laughs> reports from Bethpage. Yeah. yeah. That started like right now. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, so it was looking very bleak. Everybody, you know, there weren't leaves on a lot of trees at Beth Page. Let's right. be real. Sure. Sure. Um, so that was that was like a big conspiracy going on right now. Sure, Not conspiracy, but um, and <clears throat> right. then uh, Pelly announces the return to Saudi Arabia because of how successful the first one was. Oh, good for him. 
Yeah. How much they're growing the game there. Good for him in the kingdom. Yeah. And then, uh, you know what? This was uh, my golf spies ball golf ball report came out this week. Yeah. And what remember the they they were doing the cut they cut the core oh. of the the Callaway yeah. ball was like lapsided. <clears throat> everybody's right. everybody's freaking tweet, out, tweeting pictures of golf balls with you know oblong cores and everything. Yeah, that's so, right. And that that was a big drama this week, also. Okay, that's all I got. All right, good, good. Byron Nelson. I didn't have much for Byron Nelson again either. Shaggy. Yeah. So real quick, just because we just talked to him, John Peterson was seen at a web event doing the Happy Gilmore. I didn't have the video up. I started to talk about other things. I click back to video. You're, you're just grinning there with your phone to the microphone. Uh, real quick, though, just because we were just talking about him, John Peterson was seen doing the Happy Gilmore swings during a practice round at like one of the web events. Where I remember that. Like, you know, he's talking all about, I'm back. I'm taking this seriously now. He's Same like, thing Patrick Cantley's doing before rounds. <laughs> I beat him. Masters <laughs> on TV. I beat that guy. Um, okay. Sun Kane. He's totally the high school, like the high school yeah. flame out. All state. Yeah. Great football player. Just never... Never really, you know, that's exactly what John Peterson is. Yeah, he's down at, like, O'Reilly's Pub in the main square telling about how he played, went, took, went all the way to state. Yeah. Um, okay. Sun Kane beats Matt Every again and Scott Piercy by two. Is there a more apathetic duo? Every and Piercy. Just, like... What a trio, even Sun Kane. The weather was horrible this week. It just horrible. rained. There's like a seven-hour oh. rain delay, and the... I think it rained like ten inches. Yeah, Brooksy was in the running. You know, he was doing his week before major thing. Uh, Sabatini was T five, so it's just a ridiculous leaderboard. Every I... Piercy. Go ahead. Every Piercy Brooksy. Um, here's Matt Every on Kane. And pace. We didn't have to wait on the group in front of us once, I don't think, which was kind of nice. Sun decided he wanted to play slow today. So when we got to our balls, we got the hit. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of mad we missed the Lakeland one where he, we missed that, it in the last one. What's the Lakeland? The web the event? The web event where he pulled the lawn chair out. Yeah. That new event, the LeeCom on yeah. the West Coast of, yeah. Um, so so every every pulls a, brings a lawn chair with him to a web event this year and then also has these comments about slow yeah, play right you have to wait because he's with son gang champion uh tony romo shot a 76 74 he was doing the hockey style putting stroke as i noted a little bit he like hold out for Eagle early in his first round. He's like, oh, he's going to make the cut. He did not. He beat, you know, four or five guys, Smiley Kaufman, you know, somebody else. Uh, Tyler. <coughs> what, Tyler where did uh, where did Spieth finish in this one? Um, hold on a sec while I look that up. Tyler Duncan. Duncan hit his wife in the head, which was the oh, subject yes. of a 
uh, uh, whatever. Was that a flashback? Is <laughs> a journeyman of the, the day. Journeyman of the day. Yeah. He hit his wife in the head. The ball. Uh, Speed finished T29. Shot a 71 in the final round to drop 17 spots. Um, what else happened this week? Tiger got the Presidential Medal of Freedom at the White House. Chris Kirk announced he was leaving the tour to deal with depression and alcoholism. Rory meets the deadline to keep his Euro Tour membership. Remember, this was a, a underlying drama. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt Every, there's like this photo, perfect photo of every, this club toss. Just completely like, like Getty guy. No one got on videos. He had struggled in this bunker and then it's like this perfect toss of him photo of him tomahawking a wedge down the fairway and he uh talked to golf channel Chantel mccabe after <laughs> every told me that he felt like he's wasted the last few years as he's not won since 2015 so he needed to change his attitude on the course by being less attached to bad shots <laughs> when asked how that's going with the club throws quote still working on it <laughs> so he's getting there self-improvement takes time uh, a soccer game impeded the Sunday like morning coverage on Golf Channel. Apparently, I don't know what this was, and you lost your shit. I think it was like the Premier League final day. Oh yeah, they had all the games across all the NBC networks. <laughs> it was on Golf Channel Sunday morning. You yeah, you up. turned on Golf Channel and you got soccer on <laughs> fucking TV. <laughs> uh and then this is when uh, Todd Watch really in earnest began. He was my one and done pick for the Nelson this week. And Todd Watch was on. It's a momentous day, momentous week for, for that. Do you think we're going to be able to get a one and done league going next year? Yeah, well, let's do it. We'll start off with Kapalua next week. We'll get it going. You really uh, think we're going to be able to do it? Keep on pace, on task? I don't know. Oh, one more thing. Hey, the Bears just lost 26 to 3. Final just went final. What a good three points. Good show. <laughs> when did they kick the field goal? Was it one of those sad field goals when you're down like 21 with you know 15 minutes to go? And you're so so they got down to the to the red zone, yeah, and uh they turned it over and then they got the ball back. They were down 17 nothing. They went for went for a tutty, they were on like the five or four tutty, yeah. uh turn it over on downs, get it back. And then they, they, they drive it and then kick like a 45 yarder. Uh, not that sad. So one fucking la- bad. <laughs> then one last thing. So Leishman WD. Yeah. Like the day before, uh, with like a bad back and his replacement with Danny Chopes, Danny chops, Daniel Chopra. Because Leishman was one of the bigger names, he was already in PGA Tour Live. Oh, yeah. Daniel Chopra went right into featured groups coverage. He was literally on the call broadcasting. He was like a walking reporter for PGA Tour Live. And then he's playing featured groups this week. Kind of amazing. It's amazing how many guys have uh, gotten, you know, gone from PGA Tour Live to in action this year. (laughs) alternate spots it shows you shows you how thin the line really is (laughs) i could just see the social post from pga tour want to know how thin the line is on on wednesday rollins was wearing his blue pga tour live shirt (laughs) today he's playing you think 
you know, how many subscriptions do you think they drew in when they advertised Daniel <laughs> Chopra was on that day? I think people are signing up for PGA Tour Live based uh, off that. Honestly, <laughs> I think some shotgunners might have signed up. They <laughs> should have. I hope. He's a He's a form, former number one ranked <laughs> player right. in the world. Just show the man some respect. Okay. We're on to the second major of the year. The uh, PGA Championship. Beth Page Black. You want to start? Did the new date work or no? Let's answer the big question. I don't know. We talk about this forever. I I like kind of like the August one. But the Olympics were kind of screwing them. You know? Once in a four year event was screwing up. I mean, I'm just thinking about the instant year coming up. That would have been tough. You know, this once in a four year event is really screwing the this major golf championship. Well, one out of every four. It's you only have it once a year. It's you know. Um, did you think it worked? You're an anti May guy, right? I. I don't you know. have all these like ancillary concerns about the club pros from the north not being you know sharp. That's literally the soul <laughs> of the championship. No, I understand. I That'd understand. be like the Masters saying, "Hey, we're not going to have amateurs anymore." I got People it. would be fucking well, pissed. Still having the pros, you're just mad. The Chicago ones, you know, they have the PGA Professional National, and I'm watching out for for Golf RV, our guy Ryan Vermeer. Oh yeah, you know, northern northern climate pro. Right, right. He's doing fine, but yeah, they're just—I guess—they're not as sharp, and they got to play off Bermuda. Gives Skip McCroy a big, uh, a big advantage. <laughs> He's not a club pro, is he? No. I don't know. I think he is. I don't think he is. I think he's like a day trader and like a high school who golf. Is the, who's the go- the club pro from the Florida circuit? The guy uh, uh, that was in the web finals. No, no, no. It was the guy. Uh... Oh, um, Perry, Rod yes, Perry, Rod Perry. Right? Yes. <laughs> He's played in like thirty events or something. Yeah, yeah. Thirty PGA Tour events. Okay. Rod, per- Rod Perry, giving Rod Perry the advantage. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it worked. I'm not sold on it. I, there's a lot of other shit going on that I'm more interested in at this time of the year. What, NBA playoffs? Yeah, like the Masters works so well because it's got this like entrenched spot, right? Sure. You like, you walk out, walk, like NCAA tournament ends. Yep. The The NBA isn't to the playoffs yet. The NHL's not to their playoffs yet. Baseball's just starting. Nobody really cares about baseball. And you got this great golf tournament, right? U.S. I mean, Open's got Father's Day. I mean, U.S. Open shares it with NBA Finals Week. You know how effed they would have been if they had a Game 7 opposite of primetime West Coast, you know, final round? No. Okay. I don't, right. I, I don't. This year, I'm just usually, saying. Usually it's not at night, though. Well, if it's on the West Coast, it is. Once every Once every three years? I don't know. That's just my my thoughts. I'm just saying, like, DJ's... Yeah, whatever. DJ wanted Oakmont. It rolled right into whatever. Game 7. Warriors-Cavs. Okay. What else from the PGA Championship? All right. Should we start with the beginning of the week? Sure. I don't have mine too uh, chronologically organized, but yeah, let's do it. We got the Brooksy presser. Right. This was great. Yep. 
<laughs> Question. We've heard you say several times majors are the easiest to win, yet that seems too simple for complicated minds. What has led you to internalize this approach, which clearly seems to be a winning approach? The easiest way I can break it down is that there, there's, what is there, 140? And the guy goes, 156 in the field. Yeah, that's right. 156 in the field. So you figure at least 80 of them I'm just going to beat. <laughs> from there, the other, you figure half of them won't play well from there. So you're down to maybe 35. And then from 35, some of them just pressure is going to get to them. It leaves you with a few more. So you've got to beat the, those guys. If you just hang around, I think one of the big things I've learned over the past few years is you don't need to win it. You just have to try to go win it. Just hang around. If you hang around, good things are going to happen. But like the nut quote was majors are the easiest to win and everybody ran yeah. with that. And it's not wrong. Like it's not, it's not the most outlandish thing. There's like a, I don't know if his math is precise there. Just cutting out whole, you know, quickly eliminating. I think his math is perfectly precise. <clears throat> it makes sense. It makes sense. So there's a, there's because this isn't the WWE tour. Some reasoning. That's true. When a, a golf course is set up not for fan and entertain, not for entertainment, but for competition. For competition, it eliminates half the field because they're fucking schmucks <laughs> relative to the best players in the world. Well, okay. Especially the kind of uh, Beth Page Black. Yeah. Like Beth, different, totally I mean, different. Beth Page, there's like five guys that could win. Kind of eliminator. Yeah. Uh, all right. This was while we're on Brooksy with Brandel on Brooksy. This just was like hot all week. Here's Brandel. Is he truly a great player, a staggering talent, or is he in a great run? Tiger and Jack, they won regular events at the same clip. They won majors. When you start to put the pieces of the puzzle together, this is very good stuff. I just need more evidence. I need more time. He won three major championships that were more about power than they were about accuracy. This week, it will be equally about power and accuracy. Golf courses like this are a better measure of what type of player we're going to see. <laughs> I think that got you worked up. You know, he said he still need seated more evidence. And he goes out in 63. 63, and like, 65. Yeah. That's so the 36-hole scoring yeah. record for a major well, championship. Randall's like, well, he played that round, like, basically holding a middle finger up to me. And by the, like, by Friday night, Randall was comparing it to Tiger in 2000. So he went from, I need to see more, uh, to Tiger in 2000. Yeah. So while well, we're on Brooks, whatever. Fewest strokes ever through two rounds, 128. He's up seven at 36 hole mark. I just don't think we give that 63. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Enough do. No, like it, it's it one of the, the great major championship rounds ever. This was a Justin race that, that he gained 10.06 uh, yeah. strokes on the field. Highest of any major since Stricker did it in like the early two thousands. Jeez. Um, uh, Tiger was like, Tiger was like, he left a few out there. Basically. Yeah. Opening round. He's like, I think that was probably the highest score he could have shot today <laughs> with the 63. You, uh, uh, JT withdrew. Yep. Going back to the start of the week. Tiger. So we were on, do you remember we were on Sabo watch all week for this? He was like the eighth alternate. Yeah. And he got down to first alternate. 
interesting. And then he got screwed by Gay. Brian Gay posted an 81 and then WD. Team, team Sentinel Spine wasn't looking out for him. Team Bracelet, you know, got screwed. Um, what else? Um, John Daly cart controversy early in the week. Yeah. You, you, were, you were hot on that beat. I, I thought that I thought it was really sad. It wasn't it wasn't entertaining at all. It was awkward and depressing. Gross. He's got his McDonald's cup and his pack of Zeke's, you know, smoking away. And then Tiger was like, What do you make of John Daly's cart use? He's like, Well, as for John, I mean, I want a broken leg. So um, you know, dot dot dot. Uh that was big. And it John Daly's like Tiger doesn't know what I'm going through, kind of thing. Tiger, Daly was very sensitive this week. You I know what? Uh, going on Golf Channel anymore because Eamon Lynch was being critical of him on the air. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was like on doing a local news interview, and he said he wasn't. He was really mad about people being critical of him. Um, you know not? what I? Uh, what I remember from pre Beth Page. Yeah. Everybody's fucking warning, warning merchandise. Uh, that's just the worst motif. Like, uh, they got it. They got to have some sort of alternate brand. Alternate. Just remember the merch. The merch. <laughs> nothing tent nothing says like, warning. This golf course is really hard. Like somebody going out and shooting sixty three the first round. <laughs> uh, what else from the Tiger no showed for when on Wednesday yeah. practice round and then said he was sick. He pretty know. much no showed from the tournament. He didn't yeah. play before. Yeah. Right. He was just hanging out on privacy up on the, the North Shore there, right? He there was like he's like, I just wasn't he was talking about playing uh Wells and he was like, I just wasn't ready to play. I wasn't ready. Yeah. I just wasn't ready to put the time in again. Which is completely understandable. The weather was horrendous the first two days. Remember, it was just pissing rain for two oh, days, cold. and it was like yeah. forty-five degrees. Uh, we were in Manhattan doing different things, right? Golf uh, Digest got bought by Discovery this week. Oh, big media news! Um, Shane Bacon got out of U.S. Open locals. That's right. Hurricane Shane. There we go. Recovered from his Augusta, you know, escapades. Yeah, or escapades. You make it sound so. <laughs> Untoward. What does that Come, mean? Hey, coming up, coming, up, coming over and just yeah. ruining our house, eating up, him and Sean Martin eating all of our chips and drinking all of our Bixby, <laughs> and then leaving. Uh, what else happened pre-tournament? I don't have a whole lot. Uh, you could buy tickets uh, on StubHub for six dollars. Yeah, and uh, I got one, one other one. What's that? All the PGA executives, yes. yes. All the PGA executives go play national golf links the day before their major championship kicks off. Oh, somebody at Golf Week got that one and went public. I think it might have been the four caddy. Uh, yeah, PGA America was not happy that. Well, Susie Whaley is like posted to her Instagram of them like. <laughs> I, I mean, whatever. I mean, national golf links is like two hours from Bethpage. Not across the street. And it's their one week they got all the members in there and the board. It's literally the one week they off. should be working from like dusk to dawn. And they're all out at national. Oh, that was good. Shackleford. Um, I remember Shackleford was running around like a dog of the bone about the traditional leaderboards being retired. 
for the electronic ones that just like were delayed too they were like frozen um what else happened um can we go into thursday yeah, let's, can, yeah, let's can, can we talk about bryson his yeah. comments do you have setups a, yeah go for it you, you want to go or uh, you go all right so he was upset. He's like, if you, this is, you know, Bryson's major record is underwhelming at this point, right? He, he actually had negative comments about the next major setup as well. If you really want to prove who the best champion is, it's not a long drive contest. Do I have the right quotes? Are these the ones oh, you yeah. have? Yeah. It's about precision. When you start lengthening it to the amounts that they've been lengthening it to, I just personally think that it's a mess up. That tests. The test the best ball striker. Majors are supposed to be about testing the best ball striker. It's not supposed to be about a driving contest. You just can't make golf courses that long. With guys on the lower end of the stick driving at 275, 280, 290, and then hitting hybrids into greens. Maybe this is what prompted bulking season. Right? I, I, that's what I kind of, I read this and I kind of thought about that. Right. Now he's hitting it over the driving range net at the end of the range. This is having to get a, a, uh, approval to keep hitting because <laughs> he has it so far. So this was a mess up by Bryson standard. I just, I don't know. I, I don't think his, his statements were that untrue. About right. The, like the golf course, like right. it, literally there was, it was Rory DJ or Brooks was going to win unless Gary Woodland got hot with a putter, which sure. he didn't, you know, sure. those were like, there was like eight guys that could win the golf tournament. Right. And it was most likely going to be Rory Brooks or DJ. So the, um, and then Rory dropped a nuclear bomb on himself, like right out of the gates. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. But still finished top 10, despite. Remember he showed character, his character (laughs) fighting back to make the cut and then rocketed up. He had a ton of character at Portrush when he fought, and fell just short of making the cut. That's true. Lots of character. Uh, what um, else? The daily thing was just sad. I don't want to go into it, but I wrote an article about it. Just it was he could barely walk. He wasn't faking. He just shouldn't have been out there and shouldn't have been given a cart. Do you know who was in second place to Brooks after the first day? Danny Lee. Yes. Sixty four. And we're like, that is a imminent ejection coming on that. He hadn't done, hadn't he like not sniffed like a lead top 10? I mean, he made like every single putt. The only person on the, uh, on the golf course putting better than him was Jordan Spieth, who couldn't even, (laughs) couldn't even get him, muster himself into competition or in contention, uh, despite putting arguably as well as he's ever putted in his career. Right. Um, uh, Danny Lee quickly went away on Friday. Um, what else do you have? Uh, on round two, Rom just taking a leak <laughs> right on national television, running across the fairway. TJ's getting ready to hit a shot. The thumb just like meanders across, and Sing starts taking a leak. <laughs> just pissing right in front of full camera shot, full view, everybody. <laughs> Unbelievable. Underrated moment of the year. <laughs> Remember uh, David Lipsky? Yeah. He got a two strokes for being late to the tee. <laughs> it was like literally you stepping off the putting green onto the tee and they dinged him. He was like seconds late. You know, and he, uh, was, he was 
top 20 at the time. You know where he went to college? Northwestern? Yeah. Is that right? Chicago's own. I don't know why he doesn't get the fanfare and hoopla that Matty Fitz gets. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? He might be my, uh, Scotty Pippen to Matty Fitz's Michael Jordan, you know? I get Luke Donald's Michael Jordan of the Northwestern boys. Steve Stricker's streak ends. Oh, that was sad. We're so fired up about this. You thought he would just be no longer be exempt into any majors with well having never missed a cut for the <laughs> I last. The Dimaggio streak was going to die with him not being able to get an event. He made twenty-seven straight major championship cuts before this one. Did PGA he miss it? But he won. He won his first major the week before too, right? Right. Right. How did uh, was that that week? The regions. The the yeah, the, reg- right. the regional bank sponsored major championship. <laughs> that was a Monday finish, I think. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, he had to play. The fans like, were just out of control. Like majors in four weeks between all yep. the champions tour. Majors That's correct. And- Absolutely. The fans were just out of control. Hammered. You know, we don't need to go into too much of that. It's just, I mean, they were yelling. There's a, a lot of Baba buoys. Yep. Um, Saturday was, uh, was a day. What about it? You want to talk about CBS? Yeah. So CBS unveils the aerial tracer, which I, people just lose their mind. I thought it was better than shot tracer. Come on. Now you're just being contrarian. Skip, skip Bayless over there. Look, (laughs) that's that's insulting. Let me tell you why. Because it gives you an actual perspective on where the shot's going and is what's, it, what hazards still, are in its way. The, the <laughs> like, tracer is like... It didn't work, but it, it, it was a good idea. Okay. I, I Yeah, so I thought the, the backlash was just like Twitter mob scene, but it didn't work. But again, I applaud them for trying something. Next, you know, it just didn't come out great. That's all. The, and they the, did, the power hour. They unveiled like, the power hour. <laughs> coin the power hour you know we don't have enough with the bear trap you know and all these other what's the valspar one the snake the snake pit the the bear trap uh so we got the power the green mile and then we had the power hour which was crossing the road for 15 to uh 18 i think right yeah yeah it's when we were always you know we were like trying to see if jason day could get done in an hour this uh this led us to wager on many That's golfers right. and I lost and had to do a power hour a That's week right. later. That's right. Uh, you remember CBS couldn't pronounce jazz Jen Wananon's name. Oh, even of course though he's I remember. Top 10 and you were just flipping your shit about that. Like he started the day in the top 10 and you didn't have a pronunciation guys ready for. Jazz. And they had the Van Royen problem too. I want to say it was Ernie, but I think I can't, I don't think it was. Definitely wasn't Eric, whatever Vern. Said. I mean, these guys are relevant in your in the ma- in a major championship don't, of golf take, that you're don't, putting. Don't be taking runs at Vern. He's allowed to just throw out the wrong <laughs> yeah. names. Vern's fine. He's fine. He's exempt. Uh, uh, DJ bogeyed eighteen. I remember just being really disappointed because it knocked him out of the final pairing and put HV three in it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then then basically the the most predictable 81 in the history of 81 right. happened. Right. 
remember Brooks was trying to help him find his ball. <laughs> you know, he tugged one like miles left or something like that. And Brooks, it's like, he's, come on, man, we got to keep moving. He's trying to find his ball. Remember he was talking yeah. to the cop about Drake. Remember he was talking about the Long Island cop. That was instant content for everyone. Like, you will not believe the conversation HV3 is having with the police. You know, uh, you made me bet on Kelly Craft for the oh, final. We had round. a Kelly Craft versus Sun Kane. Right? Yeah. Kelly Craft got just eviscerated <laughs> as expected. I mean, Kane had just won. So I kind of got the better end of that deal. What um, else? You the, uh, so. I don't know. I, I I got on to Sunday now. Yeah, let's go. Brooks goes from a seven-shot lead to one-shot lead. We have fans chanting for DJ. Brooksy says, you know, I kind of deserved it. I was choking there. I was choking it away. Uh, oh, walking in, he doesn't kiss Jenna. Another content yeah. moment. Doesn't kiss Jenna. Kind of gives her the, you know, icy Heisman. And uh, arguably the finest DJ fashion in major championship he what was this? He, he makes those birdies to get into the one oh, back and oh, then yeah, quickly yeah. follows them with two bogeys and then of course like, we get a balionis interview you know it's not balionis's fault no. we get a balionis interview smart but, cart but we get a smart cart with with dj for the second major in a row <laughs> while brooks is well like the most dra- yeah well yeah. the most dramatic aspect of the championship is happening the most interesting thing happening over the the four days of coverage yeah because brooks has made it kind of a snooze fest right you know he's got like he's on the lip of a bunker and we don't know he has to chip out but we don't know what the lie looks like no but we haven't seen the lie he's walking up the 18th fairway let's go to the smart cart That's right. It was eighteen. Yeah, that's right. It was. 18. It was like, oh, Brooks might make a double. There, there yeah. might be a playoff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I played well. The putts, the putts just missed on the high side. <laughs> oh, it's just what happened. Uh, obviously, I'm disappointed in the bogeys on fifteen <laughs> to sixteen, but I played really good. <laughs> I mean, I will say it got so crispy late on that back nine. The winds yeah. were blowing like winds thirty. And if you look at every player's card, they all shoot like 42s on the back nine. Like Janawananan bogeyed like the last six holes. Everybody ejected because it it allowed Rory to get in that backdoor top 10. That's right. I remember DJ hit some whatever that 14th hole it was like playing like the one par five or, or oh. no the par three and he hit like a seven iron he airmailed about like 25 <laughs> yards and gave aj this like death stare afterwards like hit it into the native area i remember that on a par three by 25 yards i thought brooks airmailed it too he i think he hit it over but not yeah, not, not like so. not dj level it's like dj you hit your like you know you hit that you hit like a seven or 200 some yards and he's, you know, playing whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it was tough. You know, uh, DJ completed his uh, uh, runner up slam. Runner up slam. That's right. I feel like we did a podcast and we're like, Brooks, it's impossible. Brooks, will, Brooks won't make more than three bogey. He made six bogeys in this final round. How many did he make in a we row? Did, we just, we didn't anticipate. The wind the blowing 30 miles an hour. 
He made six bogeys in the final round of a major. He made uh, he made four in a row. He bogeyed four eleven nine. through fifteen. Okay, okay. I don't know. I I think we don't give that first round enough credit. I'd say looking back on the year now, that, that might you, be the round of the year. Brooks maybe. had some good uh, Brandel quotes that oh. he he didn't address Brandel formally. That was after the post the championship yeah. press conference, right? Yeah. It was actually seething. I think Kevin KVV asked the question. He was seething about it. Really pissed. Telling me I wasn't tough, that pissed me off. That really pissed me off. Seething. What was the Brandel? What he said he wasn't tough enough to win. He, que- he questioned or... his toughness or okay. something. I, I can't remember yeah. exactly. Yeah, but that was like I'm just was... ripping quotes out of context. <laughs> Steam coming out of his ears on that. <clears throat> All right. Enough PGA. Anything else? The Power Hour was. We had fun with that one. It's just Brooks. I mean, it's Brooksy. No one else could have won that event. Well, I mean, no one but DJ type. That was speed, a, speed putting his ass off with no chance. He put. He might have put it better the next week at the Colonial. That's right. You want to go to Colonial? <laughs> he set a record for most made feet of putts through three rounds. <laughs> he finished. I do remember that. I do remember this. I remember this. Yep. This is this was like the sign that the Willet thing was going to happen. <laughs> Willet had a great round in one of these. He shot up the later part. Maybe it was U.S. Open. You know who won? Can I just say at the PGA? Yeah. They had FedEx Cup standings updates during a non-PGA Tour major championship. Kind of ridiculous. That I have might... that noted. And then they did it for the U.S. Open, but Fox debranded it and just put generic playoff standings. So no FedEx Cup, no mention of anything. It's just here are the playoff standings. So, like, it was just unbelievable. So, yeah, FedEx Cup updates during the PGA. That's All uh, right. You know, the... go to, let's, let's go to Colonial. Panavidra reaches a lot, is, is far. <laughs> let's go to Colonial. All right. Um, one thing we missed during the PGA yeah. Championship. Do you know what tournament was going on? Uh, no idea. What? The Belgian Waffle Knockout. <laughs> really? I think so. I might have. Euro Tour doesn't have it. Opposite a major? Uh, it might. I might. It might Maybe. be. The, it might be this week. It might, might have been this week. I didn't. Okay. I didn't okay. go any further than. than... Okay. Um, All right, so Colonial. A uh, little side note, Colonial week. This is the week that Alex Ross shot 57 at, oh, the, at the Dogwood Invite, the Davidson right. player. Like, that's right. Amazing. Abs- absurd. You know, a, yep. I'm not going to say he, he's a, a good college player, but not like by any means on anybody's like all-American right. list. Right. Shoots 57. At right. a at a like a pretty legit amateur event, right? Um, it was U.S. Open sectionals week, so you know, oh, that's not I'm I'm on the wrong one. That's that's yeah. Canada. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Keep uh, it going. Canada was Belgian knock uh, Belgian waffle knock. Okay, all right. I'm there on the wrong go. one. All right. <laughs> Man, what a, was what Alex a mess Ross up. that week as well? Alex Ross was Canada. All right. Preview of what's coming. Sorry. 
<laughs> no, Regret good. there. You know, these you're things good. kind of blend together here. Um, all right. So, uh, you know what this uh, this week was, the big news this week was? The car. <laughs> right? The, seven, the 73 Dodge Challenger. So, the winner. To the winner. There's a lot of content, a lot of hype around the car. So, the, you know, Chuck Schwab saved this event from, from dying. You know, ripped all the history out of it, rebranded it, scrubbed away the colonial, great colonial name full of history. Uh, there was no, you know, Ben Hogan. His, they scrubbed Ben Hogan's, you know, legacy from the event. It's the the Charles Schwab challenge. The challenge. What does that mean? Like the father son type thing, or what is it? It could be anything. I think it ties with their whole father son, their whole content series, the challenger content. Oh, okay, got it. You know, they had to come up with a tagline to to tie a tie a bow on all this because what do we call it? We called it the nepotism challenge. Yes, it it was the nepotism challenge because uh, the champions' choice sponsor exemptions (laughs) lent us. Drew Love and Tucker Watkins. Tucker Watkins, who I think like wasn't like, even works playing for Merrill golf. Lynch or something. <laughs> He's like, yeah, an underwriter or something. I don't know what he does. He's not like an aspiring tour pro, I don't think. So <laughs> yes. Those two go out and just stink it up. <laughs> yeah, they weren't good. They uh they actually got on coverage. Why? They were on the coverage. They showed oh, them. Oh, on TV. Yeah, awesome. but but the graphic didn't show their score. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this scandal. Yeah. They, gloves, literally. They, they scrubbed the score from their player uh-huh. graphics. Like, every graphic has the score of the player. They Glorious didn't show, man. like, plus 14. <laughs> oh, kid gloves. Um, so Tucker bested Drew. Tucker, the financial planner, took down <laughs> Drew, the tour pro. When it shot 76 78, Drew shot 78 80. I mean, that's hard to do on Colonial, yeah. it's a par I mean, 70. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not hard for me. I'm not claiming to be good at Colonial. I'm just saying, as a Colonial is where you can go deep, you know, it's, it's hard to really get. So the big deal about the, the big deal about the event all week is the car, right? Yeah. The, everybody is so pumped about Yeah. You know, they they just keep bringing it up on the it, it's clear that Schwab has has told told CBS that they need to push this car narrative, the Challenger. To get the synergy with the Challenger content sure. series. Right. right, right, right. Um so now nah, Kevin Na nah wins. Shoots sixty six, wins by four over Finau. This didn't he say like a bet page I had no shot to win. That's yeah, place I have no shot. Here's one of this, like four or five courses. A I think year. he said eight courses a year. Okay, all right. So Na nah immediately wins and hands the keys to his caddy, and there's this weird like it's supposed to be. Charles Schwab, the truck, yeah. the Chuck, and the winner posing in front of this car, and it's Charles Schwab, Kevin Na, and the caddy posing. Kenny Harms, yeah, Kenny Harms posing in front of the car. 
Like, here's your big prize. Like, immediately tosses the keys to his caddy. Take this thing. Um, so Spieth, all time putting performance made okay. 400 and like 434 feet of putt bef- through three rounds. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember this. Like, he putted unbelievable at the PGA and somehow putted even better at uh, Colonial and is right. still three shots out of the lead going into the final round. It just, just to put it in perspective, the most he had ever hold through three rounds before this was three hundred and twenty six feet. Wow! And he did that in three. He did four something in three rounds. Four twenty six in three <laughs> rounds. Jeez. So uh, then, uh, so he had a bad day the last day. Finished T eighth. Okay. Okay. Anything um, else? Yeah. Stand up mixer classic week. Oh, the assassin, the KitchenAid, the stand up mixer classic. <laughs> I forgot about KitchenAid senior. Yeah, Region out at Bank. Oak Hill, KitchenAid. Yeah. Get a uh, title sponsors major championship. You know, Journeyman's right by the the stand up mixer classic this, oh. this year. Benton Shores or Benton Harbor? Benton what is Harbor, it? yeah, Harbor yeah. Shores, Harbor Shores, whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Journeyman Distillery, mere stone's throw from there. Oh, maybe we'll go Fif- up. 15 minutes, maybe. So we can get the assassin out to Welter's Folly for a money game. Oh, I think we could get him out there for that. Get assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> so assassin wins, which is a, you know, that's that's yeah. like a whole podcast. That might be like a flashback Friday. Didn't a phone time. go off there and it was like a big thing? There was a fight about someone's phone going yeah. off. I mean, right. older people don't know how to turn their phones <laughs> in on the silent. That's like a proven fact. You say it was just the senior citizens of Rochester were out there? <laughs> okay. Lou Brown might have been out there. Right? <laughs> oh, <goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the real story is Tom Gillis, though. So Tom Gillis, <laughs> investigative <laughs> reporter Tom Gillis. Bob Woodward of the PGA <laughs> Champions Tour. <laughs> he uncovered, unearthed the Kucher drama. Yeah. The L2 Camp story. Saw yeah. it, really saw that, that story out. <laughs> but um, he's, he's on the course this time making headlines. He, uh, he plays horribly. I think he was like plus nine. Yep. And he's got the the morning tea time, and he just gets on a plane and heads home. He's like, there's no way I'm making the cut. <laughs> Meanwhile, the cut just keeps going up, going up, going up. By the time he lands, he's like, oh, shit, I might make the cut. <laughs> he ends up making the cut. He's in Detroit or wherever, he's in right? Detroit, yeah. Oh, and he's like, got like a, a he's got a family. <clears throat> so he's faced with two choices. Get right back on the airplane. Go back to Oak Hill, finish the tournament, or withdraw, stay at home, and enjoy his Memorial Day weekend at on his lake at his lake house in, in Michigan. <laughs> before he moves to Florida. Uh, what's he do? He chose the lake house. WDs. <laughs> what would you have chosen? I don't know. I mean, don't it's a major. Don't we want to get back there? Get some Schwab Cup points? 
get some status? Get, I don't think he's like a has any kind of status. So I if, if I was me, I would have chosen get on the plane, fly back, because it would have guaranteed me like at least like a ten thousand dollar profit. Right? right? You're probably making like fifteen grand even. But if I was yeah. Tom Gillis, I would have done the same thing. I would have been like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Let's go tubing. Says says I wasn't going back. I chose family <laughs> over golf. Oh, family. Okay. All right. Memorial Day weekend over. I, I, Memorial Day weekend on a lake is pretty awesome. Sacred. Yeah. I think Tiger did that at Baltusrol almost, right? Didn't he almost fly out too soon? Yeah. Light started moving. Okay. All Anything right. Else? We done with this week? This is, We're done. All right. On to Memorial. Jack's place, as they call it. Uh, this was a big week for... Jack sort of getting some takes out there, as he always does. He eviscerates the chase for 82. Just completely, you know, PGA Tour's marketing it. This is a big thing. You know, this is all the PGA Tour wants to do. And Jack's like, I don't even know what that means. He goes, huh? What, what's that mean? What, somebody's trying to ask him. What do you think? What do you, you put into your words about his choice? Chase for 82 wins. It's, oh, what? Sneeds win. I don't pay any attention to that. That's not important to me. Might be to him. I don't even know. Do you think it would be a good achievement if he takes that over? I think this was actually a PGA Tour person trying to get him to talk nicely about the chase for 82. He goes, I suppose so. I don't know how you add up tournaments anymore. Every time I go someplace, I'm a winner of 113 tournaments, winner of 110. I don't know how many I won. Depends on how many the tour is taking away or giving me. They change their mind every year about what they're going to count. So I don't know what's what. No one in the world could know how many tournaments Sam Snead won. <laughs> um, you know, he, he also mentioned he had won the tour championship. Another shot at the tour. He won the tour championship the year before, but that's still only 30 players. He's not beating the huge field. Played very well, played very well to win that, but still not the Masters or the US. Well, think about it this way. He didn't start with a 10-shot lead. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, he also, Jack also got a little punchy about the new schedule because I really, I don't really think much about tour tournaments regarding tiger and 82. And then he said the larger schedule changes. He goes, the major change, the major championship schedule change is a problem. This was all done for FedEx and you got to just play your season, not, you know, rearrange everything for the FedEx cup more or less. Uh, great jack jack memorial week is is actually pretty good yeah you got a tip that the web tour was changing its name well before i went public with it well before anyone else you called this corn fairy tour this week months later it comes out you know Uh, you got a little birdie told me something (laughs) phil kind of went in on the u.s open i've played what 29 u.s opens 100 percent, 100 percent of the time they have messed it up if it doesn't rain, the rain is the governor. That's the only governor they have. And if they don't have a governor, they don't know how to control themselves. Well, he this walked was also, that back. <clears throat> he did uh, at the uh, pebble. The pebble. Yeah. He did. This was the week that the survey came out. Oh God! I so there was all that. sorts of, you know, the boycott. Someone said Rory was going to boycott part of the boycott. You know, some they were anonymous for the survey, but they were happy to put Rory's name to being <laughs> committed to the boycott idea of the U.S. Open. Um, uh, someone we had a sleuth. I forget Bobby Shorts. 
at Bobby Shorts quickly outed one of the uh, sources for this is Matt Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. Going in on DeChambeau. Because I played, this was a quote in this this Golf Digest roundup. I played with two leading Americans in the first two rounds last year. One whined for two days. The other's caddy had to tell him to shut up at one point. This was apparently Matt Kuchar's caddy because he was being such a pain. This person said it was clown golf, but it wasn't. He was just hitting it bad. That was Bryson. Yeah, allegedly by Bobby Shorts. Um, so that was like the whole week. That 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 survey was ridiculous. The boycott, the <clears throat> you know, people crushing the USGA. Back at Memorial, uh, <laughs> Tiger just had an obscene amount of belt loops. This was <laughs> a big content. Kyle Porter was all over this. I had like you know twelve belt loops on his trousers. Uh, Phil played with two drivers in the bag. Hank Haney did his whole, you know, oh, yeah. I don't even know who plays on the LPGA. I'm sure it's a Korean, probably by the name of Lee. Then, you know, then Jun Jun Lee six wins at Charleston. Uh, Tiger says Hank Haney got what he deserved when they talked about how he got fired. And then Haney tweeted back, amazing how Tiger Woods has become the moral authority on issues pertaining to women. So that was a pissing contest. That was uh, a disaster. For right <clears throat> tiger was not i mean tiger so tiger like basically is na you know not playing since the masters win. he basically just didn't really play the rest of the year this was a pretty kind of ho-hum week but he went out in 31 on sunday and i was you know kind of, all right he's back he's got his groove you know he's feeling himself again but really it was just kind of nothing week for him again um DeChambeau said this was the lowest of lows for him because he had missed like three or four straight cuts, hadn't really done anything in a couple months. He goes, He wasn't living on the third deviation. Well, he's like, you know, my lows will probably not be as low as most people, but this is the lowest of lows for me. Um, he said, and this was a big, uh, this is really when the slow play stuff started to escalate. You know, you had the Brooksy comments back in the Middle East. But uh, oh, got, yeah, they, I was they got put on the clock on their on the 18th hole, their ninth hole on Thursday. So ninth hole, the whole tournament, they got put on the clock. Tiger's like, it's pretty crazy, frustrating to get time put on the clock so early in the week. And then he got a bad time. DeChambeau did. And here are his comments. He came up to me and told me I had a bad time. And I was like, do you realize I was deciding between laying up and going for it? And we've had struggles the past three holes in a row. Hazards and making bogeys and all that. Was that not factored in? Well, it's just 40 seconds. It is what it is. Well, I don't agree with that. He doesn't agree with the 40 seconds. Time no, no, no. Time doesn't time matter. Doesn't pertain to him. It's a bit unfair when you've got someone that's behind you. He whined say. so much this year. It's insane. I'm going to read this whole quote. It's a bit unfair when you've got someone that's behind you, let's say, and they're slower. But they're quicker through their process. I get, these are just words. They make no sense. I get up there in the middle of the fairway and I have to wait for them to go. And I have only my 40 seconds, which is what I'm trying to do everything under. People call me slow. I call myself quick with the stuff I do. Like it just doesn't. Yes. Like, I love that quote. Quick like, with the stuff I do. Like a, a stopwatch is one of the few things that's not subjective in this world. People call me slow. I call myself quick with the stuff I do. A lot of guys out here, they just see it and they hit it. And for me, I don't want to do that because I feel like there's other variables i get hurt on 
The time to hurry is in between shots. It's not over the shot. This needs to be more about timing how people walk. <laughs> you have to add that to the equation. If you've got somebody walking slow and they get up to the shot and take their 20 seconds, what's the aggregate time for them to hit the shot in between shots? That's really what matters. It's not the shot at hand. So This was such an inspiration for the slow play report. Yeah, it was, you, you're running out there at the stopwatch at Pebble a couple of weeks later. Um, so that's really the, the slow play stuff really started to, uh, escalate. And then of course we had, uh, Kuchar with the second pitch mark gate. He asked for a third ruling. Yes. Know, ball this is a bad a luck. Par, made a par in the hole. It took like over 10 minutes all on TV. You know, he asked for a third opinion. He thought his ball had landed in, had made a second pitch mark on the bounce, right? So bounce, pitch mark, rolls, and made a second pitch mark and sticks. But it was really just, you know, someone else's pitch mark. Keeps pushing back, keeps pushing. Gets it the, took like 30 minutes. The second opinion guy who came out, like, just like looked at him with his mouth open when Kucher was trying to claim that it could have created a second indentation off the bounce. You know, what is it? It goes like three feet in the air at it's most. So, it's so soft. It creates another plug. Like what? <laughs> so, um, so that was, I mean, Kuchar's after the whole tipping stuff, uh, this was another lowest of the lows. Sergio thing. What's, Oh yeah. The <laughs> match play. I mean, this but is just the, the funny thing is this wasn't even the worst rules kerfuffle thing he had with moving the sand. Yeah. The... Moving the sand. And then he got the second, he asked for a second opinion a couple weeks later at the U S open and right. got the slugger granted him the drop. Right. Uh, that's all I got for this weekend. Oh, by the way, Patrick Cantlay won. And he played a little faster, a little less waggling. But uh, Cantlay won by two, I want to say, I think. Uh, that's all I got for this week. Slow play, Bryson. Um, yeah, Cantlay beat Adam Scott by two. Keimer by four. And that was it. Slow play. Kucher thing on Friday night was a big thing. And then the survey coming out. We had a ton of fun this week. So I think that Memorial was Belgian Waffle Week. Okay. All right. Well, I'm fairly important. certain. It's important. All right. What are we on to next? We're on Canada. to Canada. And we're going to open with uh, Brooks. Majors tour events don't matter or something like that. First question was like, have you, <laughs> how are you playing? How are you, uh, how are you feeling? Heading into this week, he goes, I don't know. I haven't touched a club <laughs> since his PGA win. <laughs> I could care less what happens. I just want to feel good going into next week. That's yeah. <laughs> drawing the fans out to come to Canada Open, Canadian Open. I don't even care what happens here. <laughs> as long as I can leave feeling confident, strike the ball very well. Starting where I want to, finishing it where I want to, hitting some good putts. It doesn't matter if they do go in or not. I just want to f feel confident leaving. Didn't matter. Just didn't matter. It's like a preseason football game, Frank. So he pointed to the fact that he's won back-to-back -back U.S. Opens despite finishing 30th or worse in each of his tune-up starts. Just, ah. Oh. 
between Jack twisting the knife the week before about these like tour tournaments not mattering that much and Brooksy. Well, the new schedule just ex- makes more of these events just tune up events. Yeah, that's true. Like, oh, I'm just going to go hit the ball around with a little more pressure than if I was playing at the, in, in Jupiter. Medalist or whatever. Yeah. The results, uh, the result doesn't really matter this week. <clears throat> oh God! It's just how I feel I've played. Am I hitting enough good shots and really finding a rhythm? <laughs> Other big news: Brooksy and Joey D are no more official. <laughs> big news for some, <laughs> including this podcast. So he's moving to Brock. It's not Brock. I can't remember what the guy's name is. Barrett. Barrett. You've done this before. I thought that was a bit that you were just trying to pull off. No. You really I, thought I, it was Brock? I keep thinking it's Brock. I don't it's Barrett. This Revolution. Is my, it's my Keith Scott Pelly thing. Revolution Jim or Revolution. I've got some hats from him. Yeah, he's sent you hats. He can't even get his first name. Damn it. Not a good look for me. Um, Barrett. This is when the the Bryson 3M stuff surfaced. Oh God! <laughs> About why he was really excited to play. Jesus, he committed to really find and go and understand human potential at 3M HQ. That was he was so excited about the tour he was going to get. Bryson was on a hell of a run here, just with quotes and, you know, he's not even playing great golf at this point. Good God. It's so ridiculous. Their innovative backgrounds, why the title sponsor is why I'm going. Um, we found out via Flashback Friday that Nick, Ta- Nick Taylor's one of the best, or it might have been a fan vote Friday. Friday, yeah. That Nick Taylor's one of the best uh, Mario Kart players in the world. Best Canada. best yeah. Mario Kart player in Canada. Um, you know, there's the RBC uh, conspiracy that we we came up with. What was that? That all the feature groups contained all uh, RBC uh, player sure. ambassadors. Of course, of course. That not only is uh, Fan Vote Friday. It's it's just the. <laughs> Featured pairings is beyond crooked. We yeah. we don't even know how crooked it go deep it goes. It could They've be the next true detective. Super packs, dark money, like RBC getting these guys on the ballot. The, sure. the Bermuda event got announced because we uh, we've always needed an opposite field <laughs> event to the HSBC. <laughs> the fall, yeah. Um, U.S. Open sectionals. Just a few players, I guess. Like looking back. The only one that was really relevant that we we really listed as notables was uh, Brandon Wu at the U.S. Yep. Open, but yep. couple a couple others: Morikawa, Hagestad, Zach Blair, Duffner, um, Holly Saunders, kid Sam Saunders, <laughs> Luke Donald, former world Vegas, number one, Vegas Dave, <laughs> visiting hours with Sam Saunders. <laughs> He's a step stepfather. <laughs> Somebody should ask Sam Saunders what he's doing with his new stepfather. Oh, Christ. Okay, so what actually happened? Rory wins. 
he started the day tied with Webb Simpson and I, I for, and somebody else. I didn't write them down. Okay. Um, he birdied five of sixty-one, right? But birdied five of his first seven holes. Then added four more birdies and an eagle on the back. He bogeyed two of his final three to settle for a sixty-one. Jeez. He bogeyed two of his last three. Yeah. And that's sixty-one. One one by seven shots over Lowry. Oh, what was the course again? It's a, um, uh, it was uh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. Really He's wearing the yeah. Kawhi jersey after the Kyle Lowry Kyle Lowry jersey. Yeah. You know, right? Saying go raps. I that. love one of my favorite traditions is posing with the mountain mountain. The Mounties. Yeah. <laughs> like when DJ did. DJ is just looking like a dope with these mountains. Huh? He won by he won by seven shots over Lowry. Shane this Lowry. Was one of the rounds of the year. I, I know, you know, it's not a major. It was it was not easy. It was amazing. That was an amazing round. Um, so thus far, Rory's made twelve starts on the year. He's got okay. two wins, six other top fives, and twelve starts. Wow. So eight his eight Eight of his starts have resulted in wins or top fives. Won the players in the National Open. Before. I will say that the National Open is a big notch on Rory's belt. Was it more important, more significant to you than the players? Yes, yeah. it was. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Uh, McDowell makes a 30-footer on 18 to save par and earn a spot in the Open Championship uh, in his hometown. Really Got cool it. moment. Yeah, that was super cool. And uh, Colin Morikawa makes his first professional start, debuts to T14th. So, sign of Solid. big things Solid to come debut. in the very near future. Solid debut. That's it. That's all, all right. I got. Good. Let's I'm go. Sure I missed a lot of stuff. Eh, I think you're fine. Let's U.S. Get Open. <clears throat> U.S. Open. We're here. You want to do Brooksy again like we did PGA? I want to start with Bryson. Oh God, what happened with Bryson? Um, <laughs> was this? You know, I think this week he said he had neuro damage from the course. Did you have this? No. I found an article where said there's so much neuro damage right now because he's he's working too much on his swing, <laughs> so has neuro damage. Just say like, all right, go ahead. This was pre-round about U.S. Open setup. Okay. I would allow for a little more error because none of us are that good. My issues with the past couple of U.S. Open course setups is that now it's a physics issue. The laws of physics don't allow the ball with that friction value and the way we play the game to work. You get a friction value on a green with a certain amount of slope and you can't hold the ball on that green. Any minor deviation from perfect results and too big of an error away from the flag. It brings luck uh, too much into deciding the champion. They push those limits, which is great, but you never want to have a tournament that goes too far. Friction value. (laughs) We're too good now. Physics issue. Physics issue. Oh, God. But then later in the week, he was complaining about the fairness of a four iron that lands and rolls. <laughs> fifteen what, yards, like fifteen. Yeah, was it even yards? I think it was fifteen feet. What was it? Wasn't I think it, it was seventeen yards? It was wasn't seventeen? It 
Yeah. He did the fact that he had to land it short of the green to that front pin he couldn't deal with. I don't think I think it was like eight yards he was mad about or something. Uh, it, okay. He's a complete idiot. <laughs> I forgot about it's a physics issue. Physics issue. <laughs> Elsewhere pre tournament, Brooksy got mad that there was no there was a US Open commercial allegedly on Fox and he yeah. wasn't in it. Yes, and he called for somebody to get fired. They had over a year to put it out. Somebody probably got fired over it or should. Fox like was like, dude, you're in like four out of the five commercials. And the only reason you're not in that one is because it's all about Tiger or something like that. I don't know. Fox had a very good explanation, but Bryce or Brooksy was creating these slights. I think I'm not I'm not positive. I didn't look at this, but I think somebody asked in his press conference if uh, if he felt the same way he felt at the PGA. And he said, yeah, it's not that hard. It's the same at every tournament. <laughs> um, he had a, he just was dropping bombs in this <clears throat> uh, press conference. Big big day for Brooks. Did the whole somebody should get fired thing. Then he kind of this was you know the the survey in Golf Digest was hot with everybody bitching about the USGA, and he goes, I find it annoying even when I play with guys and they're dropping clubs or throwing them or complaining, like telling me how bad the golf course is or how bad this is. I don't want to hear it. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. It's just something we've all got to deal with. If you play good enough, you shouldn't have a problem. So kind of popping off about the, all the guys whining. Everybody was people. whining. And uh, that was the whole story. How are they going to screw this up? Also, uh, when asked about Joey uh, D. Yeah. Or when asked about working out with DJ, just said, we don't work. We don't work out together anymore. Kind of giving fuel to the fire about the. Joey D gate, the breakup. You know uh, what I missed from Canada week? What? An important announcement for what? the balloon boy. Oh, I have some of these quotes. Stevie boot camp on the back. <laughs> J Day goes to Stevie. Stevie you, want, you, want, you want his optimistic view? Yes. Now yes. looking back that this thing lasted like a month. To have someone like Steve on the bag is very instrumental in my career with regards to where I want to go and the trajectory I want. My goal is to get back to number in the world, and I'll do everything I possibly can to get there. <laughs> if I need to do whatever Stevie t- needs to tell me, I'll do it. He said that being number one, there's a lot of sacrifice that comes with that. So the trajectory of his career, it was more like the, tra- the trajectory of his summer, right? <laughs> Stevie was gone by like, before labor day no? didn't didn't like that stevie was making them practice i think there were more quotes like to stevie will oh, tell me i got a chip and i gotta go i got a good chip <laughs> ricky uh, had the I, mullet oh yeah i vaguely remember that vaguely remember that what else do you have Speed. oh brandall brandall loved your pro v1 take i found video of him talking about uh how Phil won his majors, what, prior? Or Phil, Phil didn't win any majors pre-Pro V1 and Brandel. Was, it's a great re- take. <laughs> yeah, right. Brandel what are you was talking just, about? That's the best take. That's the take of all takes. Brandel is on Golf Channel reciting this almost word for word. We lo- love that. that Someone was, tipped us off to that. that. That's the main, main reason that Ernie's like there's no even question about the phil ernie debate all all debate stops 
when you look at their careers pro preview one pro v1 any other pre-tournament stuff you want to get into i just want to talk about spieth and growler okay. and how somber let's do it i just... wrote a whole article about this that was one of my favorite or better articles i think this year um just following them i went to follow tiger and then all of a sudden i just couldn't take my eyes off spieth and growler so on thursday right he did that's two two shots two perfect shots michael this is on number eight he hit one right in the water right it there yeah. went through the cliff went through the fairway it's that two perfect shots michael you got me in the water on one and over the green on the other just the whole we the team the we pronoun it was gone door. gone you. you got me in the water you got me over the green uh then the next day i think when the going gets tough me turns to we or, I mean, we turns to me. Then the next day, he said, hope you're right, to Greller with the ball in the air. <laughs> and one hopped off the back of the green. It came right after he asked Greller. He goes, this won't go out over no matter what. I think it may be 14 or something. <laughs> and then one hops over. As he says, I hope you're right with the ball in the air. Like, you know, Greller was going to lose a finger if it went over the green. Uh, that, that I mean, that was like the scene of the tournament the first two days out there on the cliff on eight, right? Yeah, people yeah. even who like weren't into golf were like, Holy shit, he's really. I mean, remember how, like, in the interview area, Greller yeah. was like sitting like out by himself, yeah. like just looking out at the ocean, like, <laughs> look like, like... he's given up on life, kind of just really down. Uh, I remember that he looks so beat down by life but it's just just a really hard hard week i I, they're still together i it's kind of amazing right a little bit a little bit Uh, um so one thing rose remember how surprised he was after he shot like a great first round i think he uh he shot 65 for the lowest i think it tied the lowest ever u.s open round at pebble yeah and he was like shocked yeah, he's like, I'm not playing well. The first day, it was just kind of really benign. and People were getting worked up. Roy called it benign. Uh, there were a bunch of 65s. Like, I think Xander was a 66. And people were getting worked up about all the mid-60s rounds. I remember, I remember Sergio shot a 69. Two under, right? Was it par 71 that week? Yeah, par 71. Even so though it should have been par 69. <laughs> Shoots two under. He walks off the course and punches the scoring trailer. Pissed. He's like t- inside the top 15. He says, I have no chance. I don't think I have much of a chance to win this week, the way I'm feeling. He's in the top 15 when he says it. Um, so, yeah, the first day was easier. That's all I remember about that. Yeah. Um, do you know Reed snapped a club on day two? Yep. On 18. Yeah. He actually had a good explanation. Here's Will Gray. Because he was delightfully unapologetic. To me, it's no big deal. It was comical after watching it. So he didn't swear. I didn't damage the golf course. And I got my anger out, which is fine, right? Yeah. Didn't beat up the golf course like Bryson. He's not putting Tomahawk in the putting green or taking a chunk out of a bunker. Bringing a club's fine every once in a while. Um, Havland, uh, Havland, I've... 
was just looking through stuff and I was like, oh, he opened with 69. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's an amateur because the Havland rule changed this right. week. He, right. he, he right. was turning pro the next week. He was forced to play this as an amateur. Otherwise, he would have, you know, lost his exemption in. Right. And he ended up finishing, I think, T13, T12. Yep. Didn't get the points for his. He had to go to web finals because of that. That's right. Remember, Spieth, speaking of the Greller thing, remember his ball hit a rake on top of the bunker at two? Yeah. It was like hidden in like the kind of taller grass. I was like, oh my God, is he going to execute Greller? But it wasn't Greller's fault. Like, Greller didn't see it. I don't know. I guess it's your job to go up there and clean up rakes in front of the lip. But that was the thing. Lucas Beauregard, I don't remember this, made an 11 on 18. He had two in the water, then pumped one OB, and then he threw his driver in the ocean. It's pretty sweet. Pretty good. Really good. Like it's pollution, so maybe not. But, yeah, made an 11 on 18. Uh, Sabatini aced the 12th on Thursday. It's a big deal. I think he played the Slovakian. I remember that. that. Everybody was right. going fucking nuts. <laughs> a runaway golf cart injured five people. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that at all. I was like, the USGA can't afford any mistakes. Some runaway golf cart injured five people. Remember that one at the Cowboys game? Phil, just, Phil, came, to, Phil came to the realization that he was, I'm not going to win the US Open. That's right. Ever, right? <laughs> yeah. Henrik is rolling around on the ground with a fan he hit. Remember, he like lays down on the ground with the fan. He, you know, popped with the ball. That was a big social moment. Fireside with Phil uh, open this week, too. God. Great. Uh, that's all I got for U.S. Open, really. I mean, I mean I, we I, could talk about the tournament, too. You want to get into Sunday? Well, I mean, let's just talk about Blimp for a second. Yes, we do you need to talk about the shit about the Blimp. And it was... It was noticeably bad. It was okay. New... Okay. Let's let's. It compromised marine, integrity. Marine layer all week. Marine layer are these really low hanging clouds, right? Yeah. So in order to get the blimp, the blimp to get its shots, it had to come like unbelievably low. I mean, the thing was like just like, I felt like I could hit a golf ball and hit the thing. It was. It was ominously low it was close well Probably. i think it all was because the drones were out there stealing stealing its job <laughs> glory <laughs> it was becoming obsolete by the drones they're allowed to fly over the coast those those drones shots were awesome that was cool was shots we never cool. really had before pebble like in tournament action like yeah that. unbelievable like up the coastline right you know i think they but- uh i think they Pull the fast one on the California Coastal Commission. To be honest, <laughs> really? Yeah, I do. I remember you getting out a number eight, you know, seven, eight, and you started screaming noise pollution at the blimp. You know, I you talk- were really worked up about the blimp that day. I I was with Shackelford out there one day, and we were yeah. we happened to be run into by Mike Davis, and I brought it up to Mike Davis and the head of Cisco. Really? I said, Blimp's flying pretty low, huh? <laughs> what is his reaction to that? They, like, looked up in the sky, and then 
started talking about something else. <laughs> um, okay, you want to talk about the tournament? What else happened? Chez. Chez. And it's 206 it. yard layup. 18T hit it 207.5 yards. Twice. Back- Days back to back days, <laughs> exactly 207. That was the game yeah. within the game all day Sunday, or building up to see if he could hit the 207.5 number again on 18. Three shot hole from Chez <laughs> 207. I mean, that's barely where the fairway <laughs> cut. I mean, I would the other day he hit it like 211. Yes, yeah, yeah. He um, really hung in there. That was gutty performance from Chess. You were harassing Jim Gray the whole day, talking about Chess because Chess was going to win. Brooks uh, coming out of the gate. That was some of the most fun I've had all year. Brooks' first five, five holes on Sunday. It's like, oh my God, this guy is the next Tiger Woods, the way he's doing this, right? He's going to win four majors, back-to-back PGAs, back-to-back-to-back U.S. Opens. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, Those first five holes was like the most frenzied I recall being a golf course. Just hit it close every single hole. Right, right, right. And then, but then Gary Woodland did the exact same thing. Right. He played great, Gary Woodland. I mean... Uh, Go ahead. I don't think Gary Woodland's going to win another major he might yeah i i wouldn't i would say that i bet the under on him winning a second you know yeah yeah um but i remember them sending rock chalk jayhawk coming up the 18th uh fairway it was very cool that was like a cool moment for me with woodland related after he got iced by justin rose on 17 (laughs) mr aim point (laughs) you're you're looking around with your arms by, out by your side. What's going on here? I mean, it was the 71st hole. All right. What else? Anything else on competition-wise? I don't big- know. It was just a cool... It was It was nice to see somebody that wasn't supposed to win, win. Yeah. I don't want so- to throw shade at Kyle Porter. Kyle, I've, I just found when I was researching, like... Yeah. One of these nine guys is going to win the U.S. Open. Gary Woodland was on that list. Like, sure. And it's sure. like, and like, that's, it's a cool thing in sports when somebody that's not supposed to win wins. Right. And that was, Gary Woodland, like, is a really great player. And he's right. been a very, very, very good player for a long time. But right. he's never going to have, like, the win totals that pop out to you. But, like, when you look at his top 10s, top 20s, that he's, the, the guy's a machine. And he seems like a genuinely really good dude. Right. I'll remember Brooks finishing and then going to the flash area to meet with the media. And the media representative introduced him as Bruce Kepka. <laughs> so it's after he's like, yeah, anyway. He's going for Willie Anderson's. <laughs> right. It was just amazing. Um, okay. The, uh, what was I going to say? That iron Brooks hit into 18. I'll always think they hit the wrong club. He tried to hit that three iron soft, I think. He tried to yeah. hit a soft three iron instead of a hard four. He needed an eagle there, right? Yeah, know. and, he, and okay. he he hit he flagged it, but he just hit the wrong club. There's no way he was gonna get that ball to stop. You know? He made nothing after the fifth hole. I think he parred six, if I'm not mistaken. He which did. Is something you can't do really if you're chasing. 
Um, it was an awesome, right. awesome. It was a great week. We had so much fun. Big shotgun start week for us. So. Bixby House, another Bixby House. Bixby House on Pacific Grove. Living yeah. like. Yeah. I slept on a, a pullout mattress all week. You were really living like a pauper. The, the springs kept popping out of it too. Every day, like three more springs would pop out. <laughs> and I was like, you want to switch half week? You're like, you can't handle this. This thing can't handle you, baby. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> we had a blast that week. That was really fun. No no AC, and it was like 100 degrees at the beginning yeah. of the week. Yeah. We walked come- in. <laughs> thermostat read like 92. Like, where have you what? Where are we? You walk in, we'd have to just air the place out for 30 <laughs> oh, minutes. Yeah. Uh, that was right. a great time. Awesome week. Uh, okay. And then you guys were very, looking back through like the tweets and the interactions that whole week, it was, it was a blast. All right. That it? That's it. Done? All right. This concludes part, what is this? Part four. four. We got a little bit of summer still to get to. But I think we're going to pick up the pace here. We have one major left. The more recent stuff, FedEx Cup, we don't need to go as deep into. So maybe just one more. That's what you think. We're going to do a big study on the shadow leaderboard. What (laughs) really happened out there. All right. Thanks for listening, as always. This is a, a pretty deep dive. They're a longer podcast, but we have fun talking about the year and researching it. So stay tuned for part five.